Hey, On The Clock fans, you're listening to another episode with your hosts Raul Lascano and George Martinez as they square off and tackle all of today's hot topics in sports news, trends, current issues happening locally and nationally, as well as highlighting some of our local student athletes across the Sunshine State. Now, welcome your hosts, Raul Lascano and George Martinez. You're on the clock. What's going on on the clock, fans? This is a beautiful, beautiful Monday morning, January 25th, the day after the championship games of the NFC and AFC, in which we will be having a mega Super Bowl in Tampa with the Tampa Buccaneers facing the Kansas City Chiefs. I Let's can't wait. Go. Oh, I know you got it. We got to talk about it. There's other things that we got to sit there and, and talk about and speculate. Deshaun Watson is more interest is coming from the Jets organization, leaving my Dolphins second place, which that shit sucks. Matthew Stafford and everybody else has parted ways. They are done. They're leaving. Uh, the comments for Aaron Rodgers after the NFC Championship about his future being uncertain in Green Bay. We got to talk about that as well. And uh, we also need to talk about Josh McCowan getting an interview with the Texans. And um, a lot of people not happy about it, man. So don't go anywhere. Stick around. It's me, Raul Escano, my right-hand man, George Martinez. You're on the clock, buddy. George, I know you're happy, sir. I know you're ecstatic. I see. Uh, I know the fans can't see you very much unless you're watching us on YouTube, but you're wearing your TB12 Tampa Bay Tom Brady jersey, your new one that looks beautiful. That, well done, sir. Very well done with the bus. Good job, you know sir. What? Shout out to the wife. The wife got it for him for mm. it's a late Christmas present. She surprised him with it, and it was at the right time. Yeah. And again, for those watching on YouTube, you see the background behind me. I got bobbleheads and footballs <laughs> and helmets. So I'm I am a collector of Bucks right. memorabilia. And it's beautiful, man. That's a nice look. I gotta fix my purple. I, I look like something in in a romantic <laughs> novel uh movie. So I gotta fix the background. I'll get something, I'll, I'll figure something out. Uh but hey man, running back over the emotions from oh, from Sunday, man. Did you do your normal routine again? Did you switch 12 jerseys? Did you brush your teeth with your so, left hand? That's your right. Like, so, what was the superstition this week? So, I started out in my Levante David jersey. And again, I haven't, <laughs> I, I haven't changed jerseys right. in like three, four weeks. So, the jersey is dirty, stinky, right. to say the least. But I started out with the deep, with, with the Levante David jersey. At halftime, I said, you know what? We're up 21 to 10. I'm going to go TB12, <laughs> second half. In the third quarter, oh man, Packers scored two touchdowns. I said, yeah. "We're going back." Fuck this to jersey, Levante, David. Yeah, forget. I'm not wearing this jersey. Went back to Levante David because again, at the end of the day, what I forgot, bro, was defense wins championships. They do, man. They really do. And your defense, just like we talked about the last podcast, um, they're just kicking ass and taking names right now. I mean, I am a huge. I, I'm not gonna lie to you, man. I've been watching. You know, I've been watching the bus because we have to report on them. We talk about them. I know you're a huge fan. The one guy that stands out to me for of your defense that's literally all over the field, and if he's not all over the, if he's not making the tackle, he's right there securing the tackle. Like he's right there flying to the football, and that's number forty-five, Devin White. I, I'm a huge fan of defensive players. Like I love guys that stand out, and he's been weak of I think the last four weeks, every week just just standing out more and more. Let me tell you something. When I, you know, this as a coach, when you see a fumble, what do we tell the kids? How do we tell them? We we'll get the ball. Yeah, scoop and score. Two hands. Get on the side of it. When I saw Devin White running over there, and he one hand palms this ball while running. Okay, let me tell you, that's that's athletic. I know people think, oh, that's not that hard. It's very hard when there's like eleven other people it's chasing. Very it. hard. Very hard. It's not that easy. So. Your Bucks defense is, is playing lights out right now, man, which you're going to go against a supercharged freaking offense with Kansas City Mahomes, who I thought might be a little off because of the concussion last week. Not one bit. It didn't, it didn't look like it affected him whatsoever. He, he made everything happen in that Kansas City Bills game that it literally left me with, okay, well, Mahomes is fine. <laughs> Maybe the Bills were a tad bit overrated, but... I think I, overall they, they played as best of their ability that they can, especially their first time being an AFC championship. No, and I agree. Uh, I, I was rooting for the Bills. I thought there was going to be a Bills-Bucks game just because the, wor- the the way the world would have it would be a blue versus red Super Bowl. 
That's just the way right. Wouldn't that be? Work. Wouldn't that be the topping? <laughs> wouldn't that be the topping of political? And then we got red and blue. Oh yeah, we got red and blue in the Super Bowl. But instead, we got red and red. Right, right. And um, I, 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 I think the Bills were happy that they didn't have to go against Tom Brady. <laughs> like shit, well, yeah, not another well, year. I mean, they went against Mahomes, but yeah, you know, the Bills, in my opinion, started off great because I mean they were up nine zero early were, in the half, yep. and. The Chiefs are just the Chiefs. Yeah, man. It, it's I mean, not shout easy. Out to them. And, and again, I don't know why the OC for the Chiefs has not been named an o, a, a head coach somewhere. And and let's talk about it. Let's throw it out there. So, like I was telling you about the agenda when we first started the show, we have Josh McCowan, who is now interviewing for the Texas job. Now, let's Josh th- McCowan was a backup quarterback, a journeyman yep. in the NFL. Yep. How now, now again, maybe this is just a due process. You know, they just want to interview everybody and, and they're taking their time. I get that. But again, man, I see a couple of uh, head coaches being selected already. And, and I don't know, the job, the open jobs are clo- are slowly closing for Eric Benimi, um from the from the Kansas City Chiefs, which is a shame, which is a really, really big shame, especially when you have to have Andy Reid come on there. And tell the media that these teams are freaking crazy. Validate, validate for him. Right. I mean, if you don't see what he's doing over at Kansas City, I mean, how do you not give this guy a shot? Um, I don't know, man. I, I don't like the fact that Josh McCown got the interview. I don't know why that settles wrong with me. I, I don't know why that's even an option. You know what I mean? Like, Eric Benini definitely deserves a job, man. You know what I mean? If Adam Case, Adam Casey can freaking be considered for the Eagles. <laughs> The freaking bug-eyed man from the Jets. Then come on, man. The, the, these teams need to get it together. What is it going to take for him to be a head coach, though, George? So, I'm not sure because at this point, he's done everything possible. Right. I mean, he's Mahomes is who he is because of Airbnb. Yeah. Grooming him. The, yeah. And the guy speaks like a head coach. He talks like a head coach. He walks like a head coach. Right. The only difference between him and other head coaches is he's a black man. Yeah, man. And I I would hate to say that we are in 2021. Yeah. And that race is still a problem in the National Football League. But when a guy like Eric Benini is still available, right. given his track record, and other guys that have been hired ahead of him. Yes. There's no way. So so that and that goes to my point. No offense to Urban Meyer. No offense to what he's done in college. None of these guys. None but of these you're guys, you're but telling still. me he he is qualified more to coach in the NFL when he hasn't had a not one coaching job in the NFL over a man who's been doing it the last six, seven seasons and helped build a dynasty over there at KC. You know what I mean? And I don't know if Eric Benini is gonna be the next Belichick. I don't know if he's gonna be a great coach or not as a head coach. Some guys, some of these guys can just be good offensive coordinators, but for him not to get the opportunity is now just being a slap in the face. And I don't no, you know it is a it is a flat slap in the it face. It is, and everybody on ESPN knows it. And you don't want to sit there and push this guy into a job, you know what I mean? Because, you know, everybody's like, Oh, we're gonna hire him because the media says so. But he he outright deserves it. You know what I mean? He wins another Super Bowl. He wasn't a Super Bowl. Which he's not going to. Well, so no, no, down. no, I know that. But if he does, bro, how do you justify hiring these guys? Or, whether he does or does, it doesn't matter. When you look at the guys that have been hired so far. Right. Outside of the Jets hire. Yeah. Which they hired the DC from the 49ers. And I, I consider him. I see, I, we got to see what he's going to be like I'm, as a coach. We know, I don't know. He's, gonna be he's, like. he's a Muslim gentleman. Yeah. All the other coaches that have been filled have been white male. Yes, they have. That's a problem in the NFL. Now, again, I agree. I look at my Bucks as pioneers in this mm-hmm. because the the Bucks have more diversity on their staff than any other team across the National Football League. You sure about that? I am a hundred percent sure. So our really? offensive coordinator is Byron Leftwich. Yeah. Our head coach or our defensive coordinator is Todd Bowles. Right. Right, our special teams coordinator is a black gentleman. Yeah. Our receivers coach is Antoine Randoel, who played receiver for the Steelers. Right. Again, a black gentleman. Our linebackers coach played Pittsburgh for the Pittsburgh Steelers linebacker yeah. as well. We have a female 
assistant coach on our staff. Mm. The Bucks are the definition of a diversity group. Now, again, I'm not saying the Bucks are doing it right, others are doing it wrong. But when you got a guy like Eric Benini as a candidate, put it this way. If the Bucks fired Bruce Aarons right. and hired Eric Benini as our head coach after we win the Super Bowl against the Chiefs, I wouldn't be upset. Yeah. Uh, listen, man, I, wouldn't I, be upset. I, I, I don't. And you're right, man. I, I just don't. I don't understand the thought process is all I'm saying. If I got a guy that's been doing it, he's and again, we can easily sit here and, and, and I hope you agree with this. Kansas City's offense is is pretty damn good. It's legit. So you're telling me good. that you, you a guy good. that you need, you know what I'm saying, that knows that understands how to do offense, understands the grooming of a young quarterback. You don't want to take him in, you know, as a Jaguar and uh, as a Jet. Especially especially Mahomes, which is a transcending quarterback. Right. Cuz Mahomes is the future of the quarterback position. Yeah. Mahomes, Josh Allen, these guys that are mobile that has different arm angles. They're the the future of our league. Right. And Eric Benini has developed, mentored, and upskilled a guy like Patrick Mahomes. And designed plays for those arm angles. You know what I mean? Agreed. Agreed. Uh, which is which is beyond difficult to do. It is, man. They don't, don't understand how hard that is to do. They they really don't. And it's a spirit, it's a spirit killer for these quarterbacks that have been with teams for a long time. Deshaun Watson is obviously leaving the Texans because he feels that the Texans' upper management is not listening to him or not even trying to bring in people that can help him progress. You know what I mean? Very valid. Hope he sticks to his guns. I do hope he leaves the Texans based off of, a, you know, because a handshake used to mean something. You know what I mean? It don't mean nothing in 2021, brother. Right. Your word handshake used to mean something. So for them to sit there and tell Deshaun Watson we want to do it and then not do it, that's a problem. You know what I mean? Um, now, what I want to ask you about that is yeah. recently the Jets and the Dolphins yeah. have been considered the front runners according to Deshaun Watson's personnel. Yeah, his camp. Yeah. As far as his top two destinations of where he wants to go right. has been the Jets and the Dolphins. Now, I, I know, Raul, you are a huge you are a as huge of a Dolphins fan as I am a Bucks fan. Yes. Okay. The possibility that Deshaun Watson may end up in South Florida. Mm-hmm. Before we have speculated, and again, our show has predicted the following. Because again, our show is almost as good as a lotto. Okay. We we, <laughs> we have much. talked about we have talked about Matthew Stafford leaving Detroit, which is by the way, it's happening. Detroit's now actively shopping him. Right. We've talked about Flu Rivers retiring from the Colts, which is now happening. Right. Yes. The only one that's left is we said Roethlisberger is going to retire. Yep. Dwayne Haskins signed with the Steelers. He did. Yeah. Future forthcoming information there. Mm-hmm. I feel like Roethlisberger will retire in the next couple weeks. Right. So here we have the ability that Deshaun Watson goes to South Florida. In exchange, you got to assume Tua is going to be part of the trade. Yeah. A first-round pick, maybe a second-round pick. As a Dolphin fan, how do you feel with the possibility of Deshaun Watson headed to potentially South Florida? I'm in love with it. I'm not going to lie to you. I'm in love with it. I was so never. You're not a Tua fan. No, it's not that I'm. No, I, I'm not a Tua fan. I, I'll be honest with you. I'm not a Tua fan. I never. You can. And if anybody can fact check me if they want to, I've never said on Facebook or Twitter or anywhere saying, "Yeah, bring on Tua. Let's get Tua." I never thought it was a good idea. Not because Tua is not a good athlete. Okay, you just got to look at where he's coming from. Okay, Alabama quarterbacks just don't work out. Reason being is because you're so loaded in Alabama, it hides. It hides deficiencies that you might have in your game. It just hides it. When you have a guy like Derrick Henry, who's freaking 6'4", and with a 72-inch chest, you know what I mean? An 80-inch python arm, like you know, and he's just bodying people. It kind of hides if you can throw the ball or not. When you have well, you know, Jerry it, it Judy. And, you have Jerry Judy. Right, and Riggs and, and all, all those guys. The Heisman winner, Devontae Smith, yeah. as your two receivers out there. It, it hides deficiencies. 
it, it hides it a lot. So I wasn't sold on Tua. And then I then when he got the injuries, I was like, okay, really don't want to have a kid with some injury, lagging injuries. Because even though he's young, he can get over right now. In five years, the body catches up. It's going to be like, yo, this sucks. I can't do it. You know what I mean? The, the bones catch up to you. Oh, it does, man. It does. And for me, if we have to trade off a couple picks in the first round to get Deshaun Watson, I think it's worth it. We went 10-6 and six with this whole dual quarterback theme of Tua and Fitzpatrick. We did all that stuff, and we were able to go 10-6. and six. That's fine. You get a guy like Deshaun Watson where he has legit weapons around him, um, you, you're going to be just fine. I think we need a running back. I, I desperately do think. You, do you have legit weapons? We have enough weapons, more weapons than what he had with the Texans. We have enough to be around with than what he had in the Texans. He'll be fine with so, the Dolphins. So name a receiver better than Brandon Cooks. Brandon Cooks is a washed up wide receiver. Okay. Brandon name Cooks has been with better. The, name a receiver better on the Dolphins than Brandon Cooks. Uh, the third string wide receiver is better than him. Who is he? I don't fucking know that guy's name. Right. For the guy. Devin, Brandon point. Cooks hasn't been Brandon Cooks for years, man. He's been trash for the last couple of years. Brandon Cooks is quarterback dependent, which I agree. Yeah. Uh, he did well He did well with Deshaun Watson. He had over 1,000 yards receiving. Mm. Right? With Deshaun Watson. I don't think Devontae Parker is better than Brandon Cooks. I think he is with a decent quarterback. Devontae Parker is a possession. So... To every possession, mm-hmm. middle of the field receiver. Yeah. You need a guy that can stretch the defense to open up Devontae Parker. Okay. The Dolphins currently do not have a guy that can stretch the field vertically. They well, try. When, when Albert Wilson's healthy, he can. When Albert Wilson's healthy, he can do it. Albert Wilson, Devontae Parker. Weapon wise is better than what Deshaun had over there. Yeah, you're talking about a, a third grade, fourth grade team here in flag football. No, Texans, Texas didn't have shit. Deshaun Watson needs a little bit more growth. Now, with us having a third pick, if they can get around getting the third pick, well, we don't have to give that up. Then you go get Devontae Smith from Alabama. If you can get around keeping 18th pick, you go get Najee Harris. You go get some guys that, that are legit in that class. There's no way there's no way you get to Sean Watson without giving up one of those two picks in the first And, and that's what I'm saying. We, you might have to give up the third pick, and that's fine. Give up the third pick to those guys, whatever you got to do. Go grab Najee Harris at 18. It, it's, it's a steal. It's a steal. Uh, but, again, I think that Sean Watson has better coaching than what he had at the Texans. With Bill O'Brien having to blow up and him leaving, those other guys couldn't reach him. I, I mean – to me, I think he's better off in Miami than he is over there. I think he's better off. I don't think he's better off at the Jets. The Jets got to come up with a whole new coaching staff. With us having already established that we could go 10 and 6, with working with what we got to work with, I think you go yeah, over that but, way. But do you have a target on your back now because you went 10 and 6? Do people scheme more for you versus what they did in the past? Because. In my opinion, mm-hmm. the Dolphins surprised teams because no one thought they'd be as good as they were. Mm-hmm. So now, another year in, more film, more this, more that. Do people take the Dolphins as lightly as they did in 2020? Absolutely, they're still gonna. They're still. They'll scheme us. They'll figure out what we do good, what we do bad. They'll do it. But like our division, the Bills are the ones that now are the front runners in our division. Right, they're the ones that are top of dogs with the Patriots having the type of season they had, and then the Jets having their type of season. It's Bills and then us, and then Bills. We were a two game difference from being in the playoffs from the Bills. You know what I mean? So, I think it. I think it changes things around when you get a a seasoned quarterback like Deshaun Watson, who's established. I think it changes things. I really do. You need a running game. We need a running game in Miami. But I think Deshaun. Either way, if Deshaun doesn't go, there's other quarterbacks that are available potentially. You know what I mean? Like who? Because, I mean, you're not going to go for Matthew Stafford. Why wouldn't we? Who's actively being traded. Which, again, we call on this show. Yeah. You, you said it yourself that Matthew Stafford would not be a Detroit Lion. Yeah. In the fall of 2021. Yeah, he's out of there. He, he's gone. Where did he go? Where does he go? I don't know. You know, listen, I got some crazy yeah. speculations. I think the Patriots have a lot of cap room, don't they? Wouldn't they be able to, to snag him? 
The Patriots could snag him. Yeah, Patriots have got some cap room to go snag him. We, you know, are you sold in New Orleans that Winston takes over if Breeze leaves? No, no, I'm not either. I don't think New Orleans even keeps Jameis Winston past this year. I, I, and I agree. Remember, Winston signed a one-year deal. Yes, to go to New Orleans. Yep. I'm telling you right now, Raul. It is January 25th, 2021. Jameis Winston is headed to Indianapolis Colts. Yeah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't put past that going to the Colts. I know. That, I know Pat McAfee's going to hate the shit out of that. Oh, um, he's going to hate it because he's Carson gonna, Carson, Carson Wentz is going to stay in gonna, Eagle. In Carson, you're absolutely right. Yeah. And I think Jalen Hurts demands a trade. I think he wouldn't you after a couple. He should he, he should. should? So then, so then here you go again. If Deshaun Watson doesn't go, I'm more sold on Jalen Hurts than I am Tua, just because I saw what he did with the Eagles. You know what I mean? I didn't like how the Dolphins treated Tua either. That that it lets me on to believe that okay, even the coaches don't believe in him because when the games got tough, what did we do? We told that kid to go sit yeah, down, put on your fucking mask, told. and let's bring yeah. in the old man over here and let him go play. You know what I mean? Like that. I don't like when when you have to do that as a coach and you're not gonna let the kid ride it out. Right. Something something tells me that you don't even believe in the fact that he can bring you back and win the game. You know what I mean? I don't I don't like that. But it's gonna be a it's a free agent trade. I mean, it's gonna be crazy. The next season, to see these people in different jerseys. And and you know who started this all? To go through all this shit. You know who started this, right? Fucking Tom Brady. (laughs) Tom Brady. Think about it, man. Matthew Stafford to leave the Lions after that. What what was his contract? Like 90 million a year or some shit? Some crazy amount or whatever they gave him like three years ago? Oh, yeah. For him to even leave Detroit, he must be like, yo, you know what? Tom fucking did it. Fuck this. He's He's been shopped. Yeah. I hope he leaves. I hope he I hope he goes find some Matthew Stafford who always kills it in fantasy football. He needs to he needs a, a winning season again. You know what I mean? I would like to see the Georgia Bulldog do something. Yeah, I would too. I would too because I like Matthew Stafford. I do too. He's one of those guys that I've always rooted for. He hasn't been on the right side of the teams. He's a guy that I'm interested in seeing where he ends up because you think about teams and possibilities. I'm gonna throw. Yeah. I'm, I, again, our show has predicted the future. It does. Roll. It's the Monday morning of January 25th. We are we are literally two days away from my birthday. That's <laughs> right. Which by the way, the Bucks have delivered on my birthday. <laughs> for your birthday. Yeah, they have. So I thank them. Yeah. Here's a couple of themes that I will tell you that are on my list of potential suitors for the Lions. Okay. Who you got? Okay. So first, first and foremost, I'm going to go to the Falcons. The Falcons are looking to get rid of Matt Ryan. Why not get rid of one Gutslinger with another one? That's true. And bring Stafford. Forgot about those guys. Yeah. And throw the ball. Yeah. I wouldn't. I wouldn't count out the Panthers, as well. Yeah, you don't, you don't think they're sold on Teddy, huh? No, I, I, Teddy's a bridge. Yeah. Taser Bridge, depending on what they pick and what's on the board for them, right? I can see the Panthers potentially saying, "You know what? We'll take, we'll take Stafford." True. He's probably going to be cheap money in, in that situation. True. As you think about other teams in the NFC, mm-hmm. the NFC East is a trash. It is. I can see him going to the Redskins or the Washington Football Team. Washington Football Team. Yeah. They don't have a. Haskins is gone. Alex Smith is clearly a backup. Yeah. Imagine, imagine Matthew Stafford in Washington. What a better fit than a guy like Stafford in Washington. He's he's a blue collar guy. Yeah. It would just make sense if Dak leaves the Cowboys. If Dak leaves the Cowboys, which again, I've said he's not going to be back. I know you have, but I, I still think Jerry gives him a shot. I think he does, but I, I don't think Dak comes back. I think Dak, I think that I think that relationship is torn beyond beyond repair. Right. You can see a guy like Stafford going to the star <sighs> and playing for the star. Yeah. Again, I think he says he's in the NFC East in the NFC because he wants to compete with the Brady's and the Rodgers mm-hmm. and and those guys. I don't see him going to the other side. But again, it, it's going to be interesting to see how that all kind of turns out. I, I do too. I, I want to see how this 
It's going to be a crazy year. It's going to be a crazy year for everyone. Like no other. Yeah, I, I don't think Bill Belichick is going to allow himself to have another year the way he did. So he's going to make some moves in that draft. Yeah. He's going to go make some moves uh, in free agency I agree. as well. I agree. I don't think Cam Newton comes back to the Patriots. Yeah, I if they re-sign him, that's they're they're pretty confident. <laughs> like, that's pretty crazy. I would, I would not be surprised to see a team like the Chicago Bears sign a guy like Cam Newton. He oh, really? Fits, he fits the Bears' identity. He fits the Bears who they want to be. The Bears, the Bears definitely are, are a quarterback away because the defense is the defense is right there. They keep him in games. 10. They're top ten. Yeah, they keep him in games. Um, yeah, I can see I can see something like that being shaken up and, and maybe going somewhere. Maybe Matt Ryan landing somewhere like that Matt or something Ryan, like that too. Matt Ryan could be a possibility also. Yeah, man. It's gonna be it's gonna be this I don't think there's been this many quarterbacks before up for free and yeah. Like this before? No, it's it's gonna be a quarterback frenzy. It's gonna be it's gonna be pretty amazing. I wonder how that's gonna fit. Do you do you think teams well, I mean, I don't know. It's got to be soon. It, it, we got to think. You got to think. Maybe after Super Bowl, February, March, because in if April, I'm freaking. If I'm Jacksonville, I know I'm taking Trevor Lawrence. One, yeah. I follow the Kansas City Chiefs Packers mm-hmm. blueprint, and I draft and, and I go get a guy like Stafford. Yeah, I go get a guy like that for a year to let Trevor learn, learn behind. Because it worked. Teams don't do that shit no more, man. Taught Mahomes what he knows. Yeah. And that worked out okay. You saw Brett Favre teach and watch what he knows. And that worked out okay. Whenever you have a quarterback that can sit a year. I mean, Flacco taught something Lamar Jackson. Yeah, a little bit, yeah. That that last year he was there. Not how to run the ball, but maybe how to throw it. Yeah. But, again, whenever you have a quarterback that can sit a year behind the starter – it seems to work well for them in the future. True. I would not be surprised to see the Jacksonville Jaguars sign a guy like a Stafford <laughs> for a year right. and say, hey, you're a bridge. We want you to do this. We're going to pay you. Tre- you know, Let Trevor Lawrence know what you're going to do. And then as the year goes on, maybe you do it. But I also think, yeah. you know, you, so like you mentioned, Carson Wentz is probably going to be the starter. I, I think so, what man. I think so. So Jalen Hurts is on a rookie contract. <sighs> how if you're an NFL it. team out there, if you're an NFL team out there, how do you not? So here's here's one thing. I'm throwing this out there again. This is Raul. This is out of the blue. This is coming out of left field. The Bucks should go and trade for Jalen Hurts in the offseason. Why not? And let him sit a year behind Brady. You know what's funny, and let man? Him replace Brady after Brady's done. I think listen, man, this is gonna sound really crazy. In the way in the other podcast early in last year, we said Aaron Rodgers was gonna leave. Did you see Aaron Rodgers? Did you hear Aaron Rodgers' comments after the NFC game? Oh yeah, he he said he he his he said his future's uncertain. Everybody's future's uncertain, and so is his. For Aaron Rodgers to say something like that. Look, gives me a, a little bit more oh, into insight boy. into he's leaving Green Bay. He's not going to stay. So I think so, too. And, 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 he's and out you of said there. it before, Green Bay, Aaron Rodgers to Tampa is a possibility after Brady leaves. I, I told – listen, man, I told you I think we it's – We are retirement quarterback city, baby. I think – let me put it like this. When the Tampa Bay Bucks play in that Super Bowl, if they come out with a victory – I'm sorry. When they come out with a victory. Thank you. I think Brady retires, bro. No. I do, I do not think he plays another year. No. You think you don't think so? Listen, man, there's been little that man little that little, man little comes out and wins in Tampa. What else? What does he Listen, there's first of all, nothing. first of all, there's that makes him nothing's got to do already. How many rings does he have already? 6. He put 7. He's better than Jordan. This is, which by the way, as we talk about our preview to yes. the Bucks, and which, which by the way, I have a very great clip of myself. I, if you to don't show mind, you. if you don't mind, I, to show I heard that I heard about how crazy you were going at the oh, house. Your your wife was texting, and oh my goodness! 
So if you don't mind, I know the li- I know the people that are listening on the podcast. You can't see the video, uh, but if, show, but what you can do is well, what you can do is if you're listening to the show, go over to YouTube, and about the twenty about the thirty minute mark, go ahead and watch the video of George watching his bucks. Let me see what we got here. This is this is gonna be great. All right, all right. So I'm gonna play for you here. Yeah. Why are you watching it by the lake? Because that was so. <laughs> why, why are you on the other side of the screen watching I'm on the, the game? Outside screen because I was smoking a cigar. Oh, as the most playing. Gotcha, gotcha. And gotcha, again, gotcha. because the ladies are inside the screen, I don't like to smoke in front of the ladies. Right, very gentlemanlike. Yeah. So me, my dad, my uncle, and and a, and a good friend were outside watching the Bucks game from the from the screen, and, right. and that's me. So at that point. The Bucks have now achieved the game-winning first, first down that we yeah. needed, yeah. and we are we are we are about to take any, and yeah. that is me losing my shit. And, yeah, and, and and a beer bottle found its way into the lake, and I had to go get it, <laughs> and that's okay because uh, that's what happens when you. That's what happens win. with HOA. So that's what you get. Fucking yeah, like Corona's what, floating that's around. What what I pay money for. That's hilarious. No, and that's the greatest formation in football is the victory formation. I, I listen, man. I, I I don't know if Tom Brady stays. He might. He, if he does, it's amazing. I know Gronk said he wants to stay another year. So with Gronk, Gronk saying he does, Gronk stays. Brady stays. Brady stays, and, and that's what I feel too. But again, seven championships. He proves to everybody that all those years it was never Belichick. It was just him. It was him. It was, him was the, only him Tom Brady. And, and and again, roll. I have more clips. Oh, do you? Night. Please. Roll, roll, just roll so, the next clip. This is like the Tonight so Show. Just one, roll the next clip. This one here is, and again, I don't bring my kids into our show very much. This is my son. So this is his reaction after the Bucks have clinched the playoff win. <laughs> say go Bucks. Yeah. Say, say it. That's it. Listen, man, he's got a little, uh, little laugh like yours a little bit. <laughs> that was a laugh of <laughs> you fucking Packers, you lose. <laughs> I hate to put that on your son, but that's what it looked like there for me, buddy. That's, that's exactly what it was. He was like, you know what? I'm gonna I'm let him know. Go Bucks. That's it. Well, like I said, those, those Bucks did phenomenal, man. And, now, and what are your thoughts about the Bucks? Because I want to ask you first, as a because because again, I'm a diehard. I'm very biased. Oh, I know you are. Bucks. I know you are. I'm very biased. And again. So I'm gonna need you to keep the same energy next week mm-hmm. because you picked against the Bucks against Washington. I did not pick you against the Bucks against Packers. You picked against I, the Bucks against the Saints. I did do that. Yes, I did. <laughs> but what I did say against the Packers was, since you beat them already, you know, you, there's there's no fear of them. I just want to see how the rest of the team responds to the cold. I want to see how they play. Well, That's the way, they were all dressed like it was a Florida game. In in Tampa. Listen, your defense. Listen, man, I'm a firm believer. After seeing, listen to me, after seeing Brad Johnson and Trent Dilfer win a Super Bowl, (laughs) I am fucking convinced it's it's solely on defense. You know what I mean? It's not because of skill set. And then when you have a guy like Brady, who's 10 times better than Brad Johnson and 10 times better than Trent Dilfer, who can control the ball, it was good. I was worried when he threw the three picks. I was a little worried because your guy you did a couple that, LeBron that James. Bro, he did a LeBron James flop a couple times. I'm thinking to myself, just stand just in the pocket. He just threw it up. And take that fucking hit, man, and deliver the ball. Because Mike Evans is streaking down the field. Number 20, He's King. Open. He's wide open. I wouldn't be surprised if King is cut next season because Jesus Christ, any deep ball was thrown on him. Scotty Miller, who I am convinced is. He has the to be. Man in the NFL. He has to be, man. I want to. What is he clocking Hill. in the 40? Him and Tigre Hill should run. That would be an interesting race. Now, listen, man. Now, now listen. You're, you're, boy, oh boy. You're, you're, you're barking up Superman's tree now. That's <laughs> that's that's a Zoom legend right there, man. That dude is moving as well. I, I wonder yeah, what his. Pretty, yeah, he is. But I, I wonder what I wonder what Scott Miller's 40 time is. I, I really don't know what it is. Um, but Jesus, is he moving? Here's my thoughts. Here, here's what I got to say about your bucks. You have finally clicked on offense to understand what makes you guys work. Okay? Agreed. You stop with the 15 to 20-yard routes every single play, every time you drop back. 
You stopped it. Agreed. You started swinging the running back a little bit more, even though we all know Fort, Fortnite, Fortnite can't catch the ball to listen, save his life. Listen to me. He can't catch a fucking cold in Alaska butt naked he holding a fucking block of ice. If it fucking gave it to him. He can't do it. But I see that the attempts are there. You know what I'm saying? So it makes the linebackers have to go out there and cover him. Changes up the defense a bit. I've seen that the play calling is based off situational now. It's based on Tom Brady doing what he wants to do. And that's what that's what's key. <laughs> Because Bruce Arians, I told you again, I, this it will never. You've been saying this since the year started. It'll never work. Listening to Byron Leftwich, which I think Byron Leftwich got Winston in trouble and fired because of those deep ball routes that he has to do. When you guys are saying my old line sucks, my old line sucks, it's not now, that. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I have to stop you there, okay? Because I've heard the same argument you just made for two weeks now, mm-hmm. and I've been waiting. I've been waiting to bring it up in our show. Okay. You just said Byron Leftwich play calls yes. have gotten Jameis Winston fired. In trouble, yeah. He got him in trouble. That is a lie. Mm. Here's why. Okay. Here's why. Sure. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers under Tom Brady uh-huh. lead the NFL in passes of 20 yards or more down the field. Okay. Now, again, those are attempts. Mm-hmm. Attempts don't matter if they're not completed. Yeah, if they're not completed, right. The Bucks also lead the NFL uh-huh. in completions right. of passes down the field mm-hmm. of 20 yards or more. Right. Tom Brady has more yards of 20 yards or down the field than any other quarterback in the NFL. But Tom Brady mm-hmm. also has more touchdowns of 20 yards or more mm-hmm. than any other quarterback in the NFL. And mm-hmm. my last point before you speak, he has the least amount of interceptions mm. of passes thrown down the field of 20 yards or more in the NFL. Now, these this includes... Your guys like Patrick Mahomes. Yes. And Josh Allen. Mm-hmm. And Aaron Rodgers. So, to that, you tell me, Byron Leftwich is a reason why Winston got ran out of town because he could not successfully throw the ball down the field, mm-hmm. to me, is a lie. No. And why? I'll tell you why. I'll tell you why. Because you got a guy like Brady mm-hmm. who's doing the same He's not. But he's completing the passes versus Winston, who was throwing the picks. He's not. Prove me wrong, sir. Absolutely. So, Byron Winston, number one, doesn't have the pull that Tom Brady has, okay? You guys literally were throwing every fucking down. Every down, it was 15 yards or more. You started the season off the same way. And that's why your offense was struggling. People can't understand what's going on. and Oh, what are we doing? What? You guys didn't bring down the short game. It is easy to sit there and say you lead in receptions and lead in attempts. If I throw the ball down the field five times, right, and I complete all five, these guys throw it ten times and don't complete shit, it's it's fine because Brady knows when to take the shot and when not to take the shot. Literally, while I'm watching the game today, I was like, here comes the Brady shot. He's going to take a shot right here. Second and three, he's taking a fucking shot. Brady's going to take, oh, there goes Scotty Miller. He's going to take a shot. He knows when to do it, and he he has the sole ability to change whatever he wants as a player. So you're saying that Winston did not have the ability no. to check it down? Absolutely not. Or did Winston not have the want to check it down? I don't think he had. I don't think he had the green light. And Winston is that Winston didn't know when to check it down, mm-hmm. and Brady understands when to. Check it down. Check it down, or Brady understands, like, oh, shit, you're going to press me right now? Oh, yeah, I like my odds one-on-one with Scotty Miller out there. I'm going to take that shot. I don't think Winston understood that. I really don't. But but that's not so, – so play calling doesn't play a part into that. Quarterback decision does. If it's first and 10, if it's first and 10, and all your routes are 15 yards or more, and he understands that this shit's covered, let me not force the ball. Why give him play calls that he's going to screw up? You guys knew that you don't have. You guys knew that Winston wasn't a Brady. So for but 
again, for every deep pass, you understand you have an out. You have clearly Winston didn't. Valve. No, no. Winston chose not to throw the ball to the out. I don't think you had checkdowns. Bro, I don't know. I don't know, man. It, your offense looks completely different from week week one through eight. It looks completely different. The receivers understand middle of the field open. I'm going to split them because that's what Brady was doing when he got that one pick. He, I'm going to split them. Middle closed. So let me go receivers out. Under Winston, we're not given the option route. We think about as it as an option. I, I don't think and they were. Brady, they've given the option route. And again, option go, route for those that are listening to the show, they may be like, what, what does that mean? So, an option route for a receiver is as the receiver reads coverages, yeah. they're given the option to either break the route mm-hmm. and they have several options. Either you, you break to a hitch, you bring to a dig, mm-hmm. or you bring to a comeback. Yep. Right. Or if the coverage is sitting on a short route, you have the option to break into a deeper route, which would be usually a post corner route or sometimes a goal route, right. right? Depending on the situation down distance. So what you're saying is under Winston, there were more stagnant routes where they didn't have the option right. to adjust to a defense where under Brady, you're saying that the receivers are now reading coverage along with Brady saying, okay, you know what? This guy's playing 20 yards off. I'm going to turn this go around to a dig yep. and send a hole and catch it for a 15-yard dig route versus a 20-yard, 25-yard go route that would have gone incomplete otherwise. Absolutely. And I, it goes back to that video we saw when they were first getting together, the first OTA, when he told him, hey, man, if you don't run this, run this route like this, if you don't get four or five yards, I'm never throwing this route again. Hey, I don't want to be over here. I want to be on the numbers, guys. Guys, this is not a route that does this. this is, he was coaching them and teaching them what he wants. Winston did not do that. One, because one, he didn't have the ability. And two, I don't think Byron Leftwich designed the playbook to help out Winston. I don't think he helped him. That's why there's, there was frustration so with why, Brady and them. So, okay. Help me understand this because okay. I'm struggling with this. Okay. Brady has been sacked less than Winston. Yes. Right. Brady's got pretty great. I'm going to say great protection, especially during our seven-game winning streak. He's getting the ball that out of his Winston hands was quick. never afforded in his time in Tampa. Bro, that, but that's what I'm saying to you. If Byron Leftwich helped Winston out, he doesn't take those sacks like that. Brady so, doesn't take sacks because Brady has has literally literally pulled them down so to maybe why, seven, why eight, ten yards. Lead, why do the Bucks lead the NFL in passes down the field and completions down the field? Because Brady if knows when to take his shot. Brady knows when to take his shot. The think about something. If they got option routes, right, and they have all these option routes, when does when you're telling me Byron Lewis is like, yeah, we're gonna throw this, we're gonna throw the go route right now. I want the go route right now. And Brady's like, yep, look, let's throw the go route. Or is it, oh shit, I was gonna throw the seven-yard route. He came down. I'm gonna take, I'm gonna take a deep shot. I'm gonna take one deep shot. I'm gonna take a deep drag shot. Brady knows when to take the shot, as opposed to Winston, every single snap was a shot. My biggest difference between Brady and Winston is Winston was a was a one read quarterback. Yeah. Where Brady is a multi-re quarterback, mm-hmm. and that's what hurt Winston, which favors Brady. I think I think Winston got locked into the one deep route mm-hmm. and couldn't check himself down and progress his way down to the other options. Where Brady will start with that same deep route, but very quickly dissect it pre-snap. Pre-snap is where I think quarterbacks make their money. Yeah, in of my course. opinion, yeah, of course. I think Winston struggled pre-snap to understand what coverage was where Brady understands that and knows, okay, we're going to go from one to two to three, yeah. get the ball in my hands in two and a half seconds, gets in a great situation where Winston is like, hey, I think this is happening. I'm not sure that's going to happen. Let's snap the ball. I'm going to look left. I'm going to look right. Oh, no, I just got a pressure. I'm going to get rid of the ball. It may be intercepted. Who knows? I, I don't opinion, know, man. That's the biggest difference between the two of those guys. Though, and, again, if you have a coach, if you, if you know that, if you know that and you're not even coaching Winston, what's the fix for it? You got to shrink the playbook. And you have to help him. You have to you help him. It. You got to match protect it. You got to make sure yeah. you have six, seven guys to protect. When you when you take your shots, 
Take your shot. It yeah. is very calculated. Mm-hmm. It's very protected. You make sure you have seven guys in the box. And you're gonna run post routes to make it make a guy cover you across the field in man coverage. So you you optimize your one on one situation. So you let a guy like Godwin or Evans go up and catch the ball, which we saw Brady do. Which we saw which Brady again, put, you, did you see for, for the Packers one on one with Godwin? Yep. And he threw it up. That's it. There was nothing else. He threw it up and said, my guy's better than your guy, and Godwin came down to catch. And Mike Evans, same thing in the first quarter. Uh, I think it was the left side of the field. Same yeah. thing. Number King oh, came walking catch. down. King came walking down. He was playing off coverage. He came down and walked up on him. Brady made one signal, right, where he didn't look at Evans, but he made a signal hoping that Evans saw it, yeah, and he gone. Brains. That's brains. That's just being, being he took, but that's But years. that's knowing when to take your shot. Winston did not do that, and then they didn't help him learn that shit. You know what I'm saying? Which I agree with you when you say he should know that shit. You're in the NFL. I agree with you with that. I totally agree. Yeah, we we so the Bucks have always been known for, and again, I'm a Bucks fan. I'm a diehard Bucks fan. However, we have not been known for developing. There it is. A quarterback. Nor are we known for developing a defensive back. Right. Look at Josh Those Freeman. Are two positions that we can never right. seem. Yeah, you're right. Josh Freeman can't do it. Is a good example. We drafted him 20th overall at the Kansas State. Yep. Good arm, good brain. Yep. But we can never find a way to develop him. We've always taken quarterbacks. Couldn't keep him out of Ebor City. Couldn't keep him out of strip club. Oh, that's true. <laughs> yeah. We have always, at our, for us to be successful, yep. we've taken quarterbacks that have done well somewhere else, plugged them in, and, and, one, and, and put pieces around them. To help. Right? Yep. A la Brad Johnson, you put a running game around them. You know, now you got Tom Brady, you got Gronk, you got the, these tight ends, you got the receivers, you got the speed, you got all these weapons around them. We can, we can put weapons around a quarterback, but we have not. We are not known for developing a quarterback, nor a defensive back, for that matter. All right. In our existence, Ryan Barber is a fluke as far as <laughs> development wise. I think he developed himself. Yeah, Donnie Abraham is another guy because we had him on the other side Lynch, of Ryan. Yeah. I don't think we know him either. He was just again a fluke himself. Now the question I have for you, sure. And we coming up. We're at the fifty minute mark. Yes. We're going to break this down further this okay. week. We have the Chiefs and the Bucks. Yeah. Now, again, I was hoping for the Bills. Oh, I bet you were. The way, the way the world would work is that we have a red team versus a blue team right. in the Super Bowl. Right, right, right. And we have Democrats versus Republicans. We <laughs> didn't get that. Jesus. Okay, because that's the way. And then Tampa would have stormed Raymond James. Oh, boy, it would have been hilarious. Yeah. Instead, we have two red teams playing in the Super Bowl. Yeah. It's a rematch. It is. The last time the Kansas City Chiefs played Tampa, we had Tyreek Hill doing fucking front flips and back flips in our end zone yes, and yes. embarrassing our defense. But somehow, it was still a 27-24 game. Where the Bucks came, storging late in the second half, like they usually. What week seem was to this? Do. Middle of the season. Like, it so was like, probably like week seven, week eight. Yeah, like ten. Or it was so. a primetime game. It was a Monday night football game, which again, primetime game. We don't do well. Mm. Here we are in the, in the, in the brightest of. Yes. I will say a couple of things as we break down this game in the future this week. Vita Vea did not play against Kansas City. Oh, he did not. That's right. He did not. He was already done for the year because he right. broke his, uh, you know, he had a fractured fibula against Chicago mm. two or three weeks prior. That's right. So Vita Vea will be coming back. That's going to be a very interesting That That situation. is interesting. Not going to lie to you. That is very interesting. Antonio Brown was not a factor in the Kansas City game as well. They were forcing him the ball. Yep. I don't want I'm not asking you for a prediction. We're gonna wait till Thursday show. Right, when we get a little closer. Official yeah. prediction because we want to wait for injuries and yep. and all that fun stuff. COVID. Even though I'm taking the bucks. Yeah. What do you do? Do the Bucks even have a chance? Absolutely. 
Absolutely. That defense is ferocious. Your defense is flying around. The How can I say this? When you guys first played, and compliments to the, the Bucks. Now these guys have two weeks to really dissect you, and you guys do that. You guys have the same. You guys have guys that came back to play. I think it's going to be factors. This Super Bowl will be probably one of the most amazing Super Bowls that we've seen outside Ever. of outside well outside of the the comeback that Brady had with Atlanta because that's still pretty high on my list of amazing still, fucking coming back from that is Jesus amazing, amazing Super Bowls. But it will it this Super Bowl will top that. You know what I mean? Like this is going to be an epic Super Bowl. The young goat versus the current goat. You know yeah, what I mean? Exactly what it is. This Future is, Hall of Famer versus current Hall of Famer. Yeah, and I still, this is, if Patrick this Mahomes is retired, he'd still be a Hall of Famer tomorrow. But, this yeah. is the closest we're ever going to get mm-hmm. to a MJ and LeBron matchup. matchup yep. In the NFL. It really in, is. In, in sports, period. We yep. saw McGregor get his ass knocked out yes. this weekend. Yeah. Okay. Which, again, we're going to break that down this week. But. Yeah. This is the closest we're going to get right. to a LeBron James, Michael Jordan bout. Yes, we are. And Patrick Mahomes versus Tom Brady, which, by the way, it is two and two. It's lifetime. Listen, man, this is this is your defense. And I've said this weekend, if your defense continues to play the way it's being played, I don't know who the captain of the defense is. But number 45 is a problem. Number 45 is a problem. Your linebackers are a problem because they're not going to do what the Bills did, right? They're not going to sit, they're not going to allow Kelsey to have 18 receptions, okay, in a football game, the most from a tight end. Where he understands. Kelsey and and Tyreek Hill, they both had combined 25 of Patrick Mahomes' completions. Those two individual guys had 25 of them. Listen to me. That's amazing. I, but, again, the Bills defense is, is, you know, or the Bucks defense is not like the Bills. The Bucks defense is better. They're not going to allow him to do that. The D-line will be, are, is athletic enough to where if he rolls out of the pocket, they're going to they're gonna find a way to get Mahomes. It's going to be hell for Mahomes for the first half of football. The second half. I think the the coaching staff for Kansas City will figure it out. You know what I mean? They will figure it out. The one thing that Rodgers was trying to do and the Packers were trying to do, a lot of slide protecting and rolling him out of the pocket to get your guys kind of tired. Yeah, trying to to get you guys a little bit, get them out the way, and you're going to have to go chase Aaron Rodgers, and hopefully by the fourth quarter you're tired, which they weren't. Yeah, but again, when you roll – a defense out, you roll a quarterback out, it, it cuts the defense in half. It does. Yeah. Because you're playing half the field, which the Bucks, kudos to them, they played a great job. They did good. Of playing half the field defense. Again, they gave up completions. Mm-hmm. And again, this is something I've been saying for this entire run. I said it last week when they're playing New Orleans, the fact that New Orleans had two drives in the red zone and came up with the field goals. Yep. That was huge because the Bucs could have easily been down 14 and nothing early on in the Packers game. It happened the same way. The Packers had two opportunities in the red zone that came up with field goals. One early yep. in the first half, one late in the second half, which again, I question that late in the second half because if I'm the Packers, you got the Bucks in the ropes, you have to go. You still got to score another touchdown or a field goal yeah. to win the game. Their head coach you is going to be well go for it. the Packers head coach is going to be scrutinized this today on ESPN Forever. for Forever. not going for it on fourth and three and trying to get the touchdown. Cause even if you don't get it, the, the bucks are on the three yard line and they got to go 97 yards to score or a minimum they're in there backed up, which you know, what's going to happen. They're going to load the box, yeah. bring pressure, force Tom Brady to throw the ball down the field. Yeah. But it's one of those things where, you know, the Packers found – so I always say either you find a way to win or you find a way to lose. Yeah, that's true. The Bucks didn't find a way to win, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. They, 
the the Green Bay Packers found a way to lose. Yes. That not going for on fourth down and three in the second half hurt them. Not running enough that man beaters. Major mistake. Not running enough man. Uh, we see in, for another week. You see the DBs for the Tampa Bay Bucks up in the face of the oh, now Calvin oh, Davis. Calvin is it Calvin Davis? Carlton Davis. Carlton Davis. I apologize. Carlton Davis. Now he's the guy that scares me on your defense because I tell I, it doesn't matter if Tyree kills on him or not. There's enough weapons at KC that whoever whoever Carlton Davis is covering is going to have a really good Super Bowl. Which again, and and for the Bucks, Carlton Davis is technically right. our best corner. Well, he didn't look. He's our best corner. Well, so is King. So, King is their best corner over there, the Packers, and that shit didn't go very well. well Jari Alexander, yeah, is your guy over there. But mm-hmm. I get what you're saying. Yeah, it's it's going. So again, I think if the Bucks, and again, we're gonna break this down further this week. Mm-hmm. If the Bucks have a legitimate shot to win, first of all, they're hosting already the first ever yeah, Super, Super Bowl. Bowl, and they're in their home stadium. Shout out to them. For, for for the accomplishment. If they're going to win, I'm giving you three guys that have got to make a hell of an impact. Okay. JPP, Shaquille Barrett, and, and Vita Vea. I told you, yeah. That's your nose and your two defensive ends. You saw today. So, this whole season, I have wondered, where in the world is Shaquille Barrett? And he showed up, didn't he? He had three sacks this week. He showed up. You know why? He must have heard the podcast. Vita Vea played. Vita Vea, what people don't understand is when you have a guy like Vita Vea, so for Vita Vea is 6'6", 350 pounds, yeah. and moves like a linebacker. Yeah. Okay? When you have that kind of guy in the middle of the field, you got to double him with the guard. A guard on either side has got to pick him up. Yeah. So now it creates one-on-one matchups for either JPP or Shaquille Barrett. And you saw what happened to Shaquille Barrett. Right. Shaquille Barrett has a get-off off off the ball like no one else. Yeah. He looks good, man. He flies off the ball. Yeah. So you saw it. Vivea got doubled by the right guard. Shaquille Barrett was one-on-one. And he was he was eating up Aaron Rodgers every because every time every every time Aaron Rodgers stepped onto the pocket to try to make a throw down the field, there was Shakira Barrett laying on him. All right. That's gonna be the key to stopping a guy like Patrick. You gotta keep him in the pocket. He can't get outside those two defensive ends. Mm-hmm. Vita Vita's gotta collapse the pocket from the middle. And then Shaquille Barrett and JPP has got have got to do damage. They do, man. And and if Eric Benini can sit there and shred your defense, if he finds a way to shred it, that very next We're podcast, trouble. that ne- very next podcast, I am going to bash every single NFL team that has not hired him yet. You know what I mean? Or I even agree. say that they're highly intrigued with him. You know what I mean? Because I'm sorry, man. And again, and again, because he's still in the playoffs, I mean, he cannot get an interview. Oh yeah, he's been interviewed anyone 27 times. Yeah. Anyone can interview, which he's been interviewed a ton of times, like you said. He's been interviewed a ton. But yet, no job has been offered, and maybe one That's has been problem. that we just don't know about. You would think there's somebody would break, you know, some insider, you know, Ian Rappaport or you know Adam Scheffler or somebody. If I'm the Texans and I want to keep Deshaun Watson, I'm going to do whatever I can to bring Eric Benini to Houston. And I would too. Uh, it just just makes sense. But again, shout out to your Bucks. Shout out to Kansas City Chiefs. Let's. Go NFL is going to be this. The things that are going to happen here in Tampa is going to be batshit crazy. You got the NFL weekend or the NFL, you know, the, the season experience. passes experience that you're going to have for everybody. I know you and I are both going to. I am definitely going. I've already signed up and registered. I'm, I'm good to go. So I can't wait to go see this. You're going to have just all day, every day, Bucks flags and Buck fans. We, we might even have traffic these next two weeks because everybody's going to be so happy. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. They're gonna be what I'm afraid of, people, please wear your mask. Please, let's not screw up the Super Bowl. Please. Let's not screw su- let, You know what? That's a good, that's a good, right. that's a good segue right. to finish this show off. 
You're right. Everybody in Tampa, wear your freaking mask. We have a Super Bowl to watch. So we don't get anybody sick for the... If you know a Tampa Bay Buccaneer, starting starting today, starting today, do not contact them. Otherwise, it's on Facebook. Don't call me. Don't call me. Don't Don't text me. You can FaceTime. You can FaceTime me. Do not come to the house. Do not bother me. Don't don't even send me care packages because that shit might have Corona on it. Don't not talk to me. <laughs> Let me win the Super Bowl, and then afterwards we can do whatever you want to do. Um, but it's going to be interesting. Look, George, that's all the time we have. That's our one hour that's mark. Hey, listen, if you guys are watching this on YouTube, hit subscribe, hit the like, hit the comments, do what you got to do here at the bottom. If you are listening to the podcast and you haven't subscribed already, go ahead and do so. It's completely free. You know you want to. You know you love us. As George gives a shot of his his trophy case back there of the Bucks. That's right. I love you, brother, man. Listen, man, we will talk to you guys again on Thursday. Please be safe, love one another, and wear your mask. Yeah, and again, January 27th is my birthday. If you want to show love Cash to me, up. all I need you to do Cash is listen to the show, subscribe to the show, whether it be on, on YouTube or on podcast or wherever, whatever station you like to listen to. Again, if you want to join the debate and have fun with us and talk crap with us, on the clock sports talk on Facebook. Visit our website, OTC, sportstalk.com. Until next time, you're on the clock.